you're ever curious uh, what I have in this coffee cup, it is writer's block coffee. My very favorite coffee. I will be completely honest with you, and I can't guarantee that these results will be reproduced if you do buy writer's block coffee, but I have not had writer's block one single time since I started drinking writer's block coffee. Find a link in today's show notes to grab yourself some writer's block coffee. Today, we are talking about action. Here's the thing. Most of you do this naturally to a degree, but not at the level you need to do it in order to have the kind of success that you're hoping for. And listen, I understand success is this weird word because everybody defines it differently. Your success is maybe reaching one reader. We talked about that on the last podcast. My version of success is reaching 10 million readers. 100 million readers. My level of success is looking at Stephen King in the rearview mirror, and I'd argue that your level of success should be the same. There's no reason to dream small. There's no reason to have small goals. Hey, I'm the Reluctant Book Marketer, and I've got just one question for you. Do you see your novel as a million-dollar asset? Because if you don't, and you want to, you're in the right place. This is the only show for novelists who want to shift their mindset away from fear and toward abundance. Because you can sell more books than you ever dreamed when you believe in what you're doing. We need to talk about what it looks like if you commit to some crazy levels of action. You're going to want to start planning. You're going to want to start going into the mode where you get out your notebook and write down all of the little things and steps that you'll have to do to get where you go. But right behind the computer screen, I have a simple piece of paper that says October 1, downloads. 5,036, stretch, 6,000. That's what I need this month. And that's the only goal that I'm concerned about this month that will move my world in the right direction. But that does not mean that I'm not going for the million downloads, for the 10 million downloads, for the 10 million books sold. What it means is that this month, that would be a great spot for me to hit in your life. You're going to have some things that you can do in the short term and some things you can do in the long term. And if you focus on the short term, you're going to get truncated. And if you focus on the long term, you're going to feel that sense of overwhelm. Here's the secret. Focusing on the long term and dealing with the overwhelm will create excess to the short term. What do I mean? If you look at the long term and you're like, I have no clue what kind of thing I could do to get 10 million book buyers right now. I, I, I don't even know a couple of titles that have sold 10 million copies. If you have that feeling, that overwhelm of, I have no plan, you're in the right place. You're doing the right thing. Now you need to do something uncommon at that moment. Instead of freezing like a deer in a headlight, headlights, like deer, like a deer in headlights, <laughs> what you need to do is act. You need to act. Don't wait to have a plan. Don't wait to know how you're going to get there. Just start doing stuff. I, I wish I had 
handy with me, the actual research study that proved this out. But there is scientific proof behind the fact that if you take two groups of people and one group of people is given 30 days to produce one product, one product in 30 days, that group of people will produce a worse quality of product than the same group of people who's told to produce 30 products in 30 days. So you give the first group 30 days to produce one great product. You give the other group 30 days to produce 30 products, zero quality focus on 30 products in 30 days. But you tell these people over here, make it super quality. The people who do more, do better. <laughs> That's what you need to do with your writing. That's what you need to do with your marketing, okay? I like to focus on the mindset here, and the mindset is do, act, be, get in there. Don't wait to have the answers. Provide the answers by doing. It's better to make a mistake than to sit on the sidelines. It's better to fumble the ball than to not carry the ball. It's better to lower your head and drive than it is to sit on your couch, some action can be deceptive. So let me give you an example of some things that are really effective for me that help me to stir my interest and keep fresh ideas running through me because we are at the end of the day, at the beginning of the day, at every point in the day, novelists. We're storytellers. So we need to get ourselves in creative environments. Going to a party can be a really good form of action. But you better go to that party and not stand on the sidelines and be like, well, I'm an introvert and it's really difficult for me to talk to new people. And no, just get out there, go to the party, mingle with people because at the party, you're gonna have some creative juices flowing. Have a drink if you wish, don't have a drink. I don't care what you do, but let the creativity flow by being fully engaged, act, talk to people. It doesn't matter if you say something stupid, go up to somebody and be like, hey, you like zebras? I like zebras. Zebras are cool. That's fine. Whatever you choose to do, it's better than not doing. Hey, how was the weather today? You know, that's a great opener. Everybody asks it and yet it's totally fine. And again, secrets of mindset. The person that you engage with wanted you to talk to them. Even if they think you're below them and there is a social status and kind of a pecking order among people, they actually still wanted you to talk to them because even if they think, hey, I'm way better than this person and I could be talking to somebody so much more influential, you just gave them a positive thought about themselves. It's ego-driven, it's arrogant, but you helped them feel better about themselves by, by exposing your lowliness. You talk to somebody that you don't think you'll ever talk to again who's way below you. They seem like on the verge of a complete failure. Maybe you flip that script and you're the one who feels great about it. Or maybe you realize that that person is far more interesting than you realize. They give you a creative idea about a story or their mannerisms blend into the characterizations of somebody that you write the next day. You never know. But I do know that if you sit on your couch and do nothing, you will not have that experience and you will not write as good of a book. Now, this is a marketing show. It's a marketing mindset show. So I do want to talk about the marketing mindset here. Everybody that you just talked to is a potential book buyer. I know that you want to feel gross and dirty about asking people to buy your book. I know that. I understand. Because I feel that way sometimes, too. I'm author Christopher Tallon, inviting you to listen in on my conversations with creative people of all types on my podcast, Creative Ops. Catch new episodes of Creative Ops Mondays, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, let me give you an example. 
went down to Omaha to pick up the stupid car. Talked about that the last time we were we were uh, together, and it seems to be repaired. Yay, that's good. Uh, after I picked up the car, I had a little bit of time between when I had an appointment and I thought, why don't I walk into the library, which is literally 200 yards from the mechanic shop. Why don't I go into the library and talk to the librarian and ask some questions that are uncomfortable for me to meet her, to get to know her, him, whoever it might be, and say like, hey, what do I do exactly? What are the exact steps I need to do to make sure that my book gets in your library? Because I want my book in your library so that people who come here looking for it can get it for free. I got scared. I got scared because I thought, what if I run into uh, an old church mate of mine? There's, there's a guy who works there named Dave. And I was worried if I ran into him that I would clam up. Um, also a classmate of mine worked at that branch at one point. What if I ran into her? It might make me feel less important. And then maybe I would like come out of my element, the cool guy that I am being the marketer and all that kind of stuff, ducking, dodging, bobbing, weaving. So I didn't go. I squandered an opportunity and it, it lingered with me. It lingered with me in a real way because I missed out on the opportunity to advance my mission. Two things here. It's okay to fail. And you can, you can do it differently next time, okay? If, if, you, if you made the mistake, you can do it differently next time. It doesn't mean that it's a closed door. Had I gone in, had I run into my old church mate, had I run into my old classmate, I might have climbed up. I might have been like, hey, how's it going? You know, oh, has you know, life been good for you since we last saw each other? Hey, um, like, are you still writing or, you know, praying, whatever it might be? <sighs> All dumb questions but really valuable interactions teach you something. Don't shy away from it. I'd really like to put a pin in this and tell you how utterly important it is to make sure that you don't devalue human interaction. As a novelist, you're not capable of doing your best work. Just as someone who writes the book, if you shy away from social interaction. You can't get everything you need from reading fantasy books. If you're a fantasy author and you think that by reading all of the fantasy and, and so much of it is coming out right now, it's absurd. If you think you can just read these books and learn the craft, you are mistaken because dwarves and elves and orcs and trolls, whatever it might be, they all still have characterizations. And if you're trying to steal other people's characterizations, you're gonna have a bunch of flat characters. This is a marketing show. If you don't talk to people, if you don't introduce yourself live, online, over the phone, you fail. You can't build your whole world on Twitter. You can't build your whole world over the phone. You actually could build your whole world in person. If you could be everywhere all the time, personal interaction wins the day. If you can get in front of people, you can do something that you cannot do anywhere else. Social media makes it more convenient. Mailing lists make it more convenient. Direct messages make it more convenient. There are things that you can do to reach more people more quickly. I can, I can touch a thousand people a day, not in the gross way, get your minds out of the gutter, you creeps. I can reach a thousand people a day through social media. But the depth of connection that I can make with any of those people is so limited. It's not even on the same scale 
as if I could talk to and be in front of those thousand people. And I will go so far as to say that if they are sitting in chairs in an auditorium, listening to me speak, the depth of connection is still not even on the same scale as if I did a, a direct message to them or an email to them. I can get people to respond. I can get people to buy my book online. So don't think that's what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that the chance of creating a raving fan is exponentially bigger if you can get a hold of them live. So please, for yourself, don't discount that important part of the process. Act. Don't think about how to act. Don't think about what you need to do. Do it. Get out there and do it. Turn the brain off. This is the best possible advice I can give you from a mindset perspective is shut the mind off right now. Turn the mind off. You're listening to this podcast. If you have the urge to shut my podcast off, I don't care about my completion statistics. I care that you get out there and do something. Ah, go find your reader. You can do it online. Please do it online. Please reach out to people. Please ask them to buy your book. We've been talking about this. Ask them to buy your book. Let them know that it's out there. Tell them who you are. One minute of personal interaction is worth hours of online branding. Don't neglect it. Act. Do something. Do something today. And don't forget, writer's block coffee. Ah, it's tasty good. We'll talk again soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a big favor right now. Click on the follow button in whatever podcast app you're listening on. That way you'll get notifications every time I drop a new episode. And if you still can't get enough, you can go to the show notes, click the link for my newsletter, and sign up today. I'll give you one to two interesting pieces of content every single month that you won't hear on the podcast or find laying around on the internet.